Welcome to Tim Biscuit Podcast. Before we get on with today's podcast, I just want to say a massive thanks and shout out to our sponsors that are RuneSuck.com, the Rebird Care Company, and Tenga.co.uk, they're a sex toy company. With both these companies, you can get 10% off your first order or orders if you use the code TINBISCUIT at checkout. That's the code TINBISCUIT, capital T, capital B. Use that code at checkout and you'll receive 10% off your first order or orders. Hope you're doing all okay. Hope your week's been good and your weekend's been good and you will have a good weekend. Um, yeah, it's been a while since I um, have done a podcast, so that's why I said weekend twice because the last weekend and this weekend. I, I went to a gig on Saturday, a black metal gig um, in Derbyshire, a pub called The Hairy Dog. Uh, it was a re- fucking brilliant gig. Uh, the best band for me there was a band called Abduction. Um, if you've not heard them before, go check them out. They're on YouTube and Spotify. And the main headlining band was he- Heathen Deity. <clears throat> go check them out as well. They're on Spotify and YouTube as well. Fucking ace gig. Um, the f- I can't remember. I think it was Decibel Destroyer, the second band. And I can't remember the... F- the like opening band they were all really good uh the second band wasn't really for me that was a bit like motorhead a bit thrashier but the other two bands were like pure black metal they were really good so that's what i was doing on my weekend um and i've been looking after smudge smudge the dog um and i've been working so i've been quite busy really um so today's podcast i want to talk about whistleblowing is it right is it wrong i personally think it's it's right but being put in that position to whistleblow is a daunting process. And I'll explain that when I've just told you what um, the government website says a whistleblower is. So, what is a whistleblower? You're a, you're a whistleblower if, if you're a worker and you report certain types of wrongdoing. So, it's basically if you see something being done wrong at work... You inform on your workplace. That's a whistleblower. You can't get sacked for whistleblowing. But as we've seen uh, with um, Snowden and Julian Assange, among among others, um, it can get you into serious, serious trouble. Well, for them to anyway. Um, I think Snowden's, is he he still in Russia? They've given him immunity. Um, And Julius Assange is in... Um, it's a prison down south. I did write to him, but I didn't hear anything back. Um, Belmarsh, I think. So, but yeah, let's get back to whistleblowing. Um, the wrongdoing you disclose must be in the public interest. So, if you're being bullied or something like that, or someone stealing your pack up and that, that's not really whistleblowing. It's got to be in the public interest. This means it must affect others. For example, the general public. As a whistleblower, you're protected by law. So as I've said, you can't get the sack for whistleblowing. You should not be treated unfairly or lose your job. It's all right saying that, but imagine how hard your like workplace can make it for you. If you whistleblowed and they fucking got a fine or they got into trouble or they had to change some policies they didn't want to. Um, <clears throat> it'd be shit. Um, complaints that do not count as whistleblowing. Uh, personal grievance, bullying, as we've already mentioned, um, harassment, discrimination. You can report these on your employer's grievance policy. So it's got to be in the public interest. So... 
Um, who is protected by law? You're, you're protected if you're a worker, an employee, such as a police officer, an HS employee, office worker, factory worker, a trainee, such as a student nurse, an agency worker, a member of limited liability partnership. So you are protected if you want to whistleblow and something's not quite right um, at work. You can whistleblow and um, get it out. Now, I mentioned before at the beginning of the podcast that... Being in that position must be daunting, uh, and it must be. I I was put in a position about <coughs> excuse me about four five years ago. And I used to work in a mobility shop. I used to be the mobility shop technician, so I fixed their wheelchairs, serviced their mobility scooters, power chairs, etc. Anything on the technical side, on the engineering side, I used to do. I used to also. Um, Saving the shop as well. So this company I worked for has got three chemists from where I'm from. So the good, you know, they're supposed to be helping the community, the NHS, um, and protecting the citizens. You know, they're doing a good job. They give medication out. They're a chemist. That's what they're there for. So they own three chemists and they own a mobility shop. So uh, at the end of one night, we cashed the till up, and the till was down by seven pound forty nine. I think it was. It was quite a lot of money because the till you input the money given to you, uh, input the price, and then the change is given out on the till. So it's a simple process. It shouldn't go wrong, but it sometimes does as it did that day. So, as I say, the till was down about £7.49. So the shop lady that I was working with felt ever so bad. She was one of these ones who would do anything for anyone, not realising people are assholes. Uh, she decided to put the £7.49 in the till out of her own pocket and the owner said no no there's no need to do that and the lady said no no i will do so the till was right so that's fine but then the owner came and took a charity box for a hospice that we have from where i'm from um so as you know hospices hospices well like this hospice couldn't even say it this hospice um, and as far as I believe many hospices are run through charity, um, it's not government funded. I could be wrong, but I'm sure that's how it works. Uh, anyway, the owner came and took the hospice, the cancer charity box, into the office. And she proceeded to open it. And as she was opening it, I said to her, you can't open that, that's a charity box. And to which she said to me, well, I'm the boss. Anyway, what she decided to do was take this £7.49 or whatever it was, put it in an envelope. So I'll reiterate that. She took £7.49 from a cancer charity box and she decided to put this in an envelope and write on the envelope, no need to do that, here's the £7.49. And that was to address that was to address what happened. Um that was oh no there we go. Sorry, I'm just switching my car off. Because um, I'm packed in a lay-by in the countryside and the dog walker just walked past. And I didn't want him to, um, or his dog to start barking. So I turned it off to wind the windows up. Um, so yeah, anyway, she decided to take this £7.49 out of the charity box, put it in an envelope, wrote on it, no need to do that, and casually slipped, secretly slipped that £7.49 into the lady's bag that put the £7.49 in from her own pocket. So in turn, the owner of this shop, which bearing in mind is a mobility shop, and they own three chemists, they took the £7.49 out of the cancer charity box to put their till back. 
Okay, now they're not that hard up that they wouldn't have that in their own pocket, you know. Um, I'm guessing the millionaires, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what the financial situation was then. They were, so, <clears throat> I was disgusted by this. Absolutely, and I would have been heartbroken because, especially if someone close to me, uh, well, no, not especially, but especially if it affected me personally, um, I had someone close to me that died of cancer, and especially if it was in that hospice. Um, everyone's been affected by cancer. I know people who have died of cancer. Luckily, thankfully, I haven't had no one close that recently have died of cancer. My granddad died of cancer when I was seven, but I wasn't really in the mental capacity to understand. All I knew was I wouldn't be seeing my granddad again. Um, I didn't know much about why he died, this and that, until I'm older. Anyway... That's not what this is about. Um, so, yeah, I would be heartbroken if I gave to that charity and someone close to me or, or or a family member died and I gave money to that charity. This is one of the only charities I do give to where I'm from because I think it's a good cause. Um, they do ever so much good. But we'll go back to the owner um, of the um, business taking the £7.49 from the cancer charity box. Um was quite a shock to me especially when i said to her, as i said to you all before that um i asked her what she was doing you can't do that and just just a rude comment back to me by saying well i'm the boss so um luckily the shop where i was working has got cctv it's got three cameras i had one in the office one in the shop and one in the workshop they were very very careful at monitoring everyone and they also had chemi- um cameras in the chemist so the next morning I decided to um, get a memory stick and I downloaded the images because it was only in two parts of the shop. It was in the main shop where she came in and took the um, charity jar and she took it to the office and she opened up with a pair of scissors, stuck the scissors into the coin slot, opened up, spread it all out, counted £7.49, put it in an envelope, wrote on the envelope and gave it back to the in to the lady's bag the lady wasn't aware of this until she found it and so she took that money because she was just unaware of the situation i did try to tell her and she went no no don't be stupid she wouldn't do that um and i said well she has so she took that put the envelope with the writing on in the bin i have got the envelope with the writing in the bin um, and i've also downloaded the images from the cctv camera of her um going into the charity jar i'm trying to like weird it so i am from grimsby um i've said that in my podcast before um but i don't really want to mention the charity but it it just got to me and it pisses me off to this day that where legally do i stand if i've downloaded the cctv um if i released it would i get into trouble when I get done for stealing, um, I haven't tried to go to and say I've got this or blackmail them or anything like that, but I have got it. Uh, and that's what I mean when I said, well, it's a difficult situation to be in because at the time I was working there. Um, luckily, I'm not working there now. Um, but I w- But again, it's not... Well, it is just the taking of the charity money i suppose but it's not like she worked in a pub it was a she who did it one of the owners was a she it was a man and wife um yeah it's not just that it was a normal person per se that took the money 
this person used to used to own a care home, fucking three chemists. Um, oh, there's a massive fucking tractor coming. You you'll all be able to wear this tractor when it passes. They don't want to get in where I've parked, do they? No, there's no gate. Uh, she owns three chemists. They own three chemists. Um, used to own a nursing home or care home. I think it was a care home. Um, there is a difference between a nursing home and care home, but I can't remember which one it was, so we'll say care home. And they own a mobility shop. Um, so not only the directly providing for cancer pe- like sort of patients, as I say, people cancer patients, they're also providing service for the nhs per se um on the mobility side they're helping people um get better through like walking through gaining their own um independence again but yeah it was such a strange thing to do and just it it baffles me to this day that someone like that would just have the goal to go into a uh, cancer charity box and take money to like make her profits right again for seven pound forty nine and I thought, and I've come to that, it's something I think about a lot, because she wasn't a very nice person anyway, she was, I know I've done a podcast about me being a so, like a sociopath, but she was probably a genuinely nearing psychopathic, sociopathic ways, how she dealt with the staff, and how she dealt with the business side of things, um... A psychopath's not just someone who's like a crazy, crazy person who goes around cutting people's heads off. Um, you will find a lot of businessmen and women are sociopaths. Um, psychopaths, sorry, should I say, and sociopaths. Because they fuck people to get over to where they want to be, to get to the top. But the way she was with people threatening, threatening little digs, it was, it's, it's, it's disgusting. Um... From a legal side, as I've said, I don't know if I'm in my legal right to just release this to the press um, or release it to, not the press, should I say, the CQC or like whatever part deals with the NHS. So if there's anyone in here listening that cares, if I've still got any listeners, um, just give me some advice. Just email me. I'll put my email on the bottom of this um, description for the podcast. Um, But yeah, that's, you know... Could have I got into trouble, they couldn't have sacked me, but they could have said, well, you've been downloading property of the company and we're going to sack you for stealing. Um, and if they didn't do that, I wouldn't have been welcome at the workplace at all. <laughs> but then again, that's not my issue. I'm not the one who stole from a cancer charity. So we'll just condense the story to reiterate. I'll go over a few more bits and I'll like, let you get on with your day, week, weekend, whatever, wherever you're listening to this. Um, the owner of a shop that I used to work for, the o, she owns three chemists and a mobility shop. She stole from a cancer hospice charity box to put £7.49 back into the till because it was £7.49 and they couldn't be bothered to find out where it went wrong. So they just took the £7.49 from a cancer charity box to put their till right. So people are giving their hard-earned money or their pension or their dole money to a a well-worth charity to help people, um, thinking that's going to go to help people dying and help people's families. But she took £7.49 to put her own... And they've got money. I've worked for them for 12, 11 years. I know them... I know what they're like, the fucking... Well, she is, because I don't think 
her husband knew about it. Um, but yeah, she's just not a very nice person. So I just want advice. You know, it was going back five years, six years, or four years, something like that. People might say, well, why didn't you do it there? And then just from the ex explanation I've just give you, I don't know where I'd stand legally um, if I can get prosecuted for stealing or what have you. So yeah, that's my that was my little experience and thinking of what should I do if I, like, whistleblowed. So I'm sure there's many more people like that, like that, that do things. I think, wow, well, what the fuck am I going to do? I, like, need my job. They'll just make it really hard for me. Do I sack them? Um, do, would I get sacked? Would I get them done for constructive dismissal? Would I have to leave? Would they make my life unbearable, my job unbearable? So, um, yeah. Um, what else have I been up to? That's finished, by the way, that's a nice topic now. That's why I cut it off really, really quickly. I think it's because I'm part autistic, part autistic. I think I'm a little bit autistic because I did a test and there's quite a lot of things that um, match with me. I think I said it in one of the podcasts just gone where it's... Um, I flip from subject to subject, change it like that. Hey, you've you've like probably noticed. So, yeah, what else have I been up to? Um... I wrote to Ted Kaczynski, um, a.k.a. the Unibomber. Uh, I, I wrote to him, um, and I thought, this letter's not going to get through, because I was saying how much society's fucked up. I don't want to be part of it if it's going the way it is going, and it is going the way it is going at the minute. It's it's and it's dreadful. And I just called it a cesspit and things like that, and thought, my letter's not going to get through. It'll probably get taken by the FBI, all that. But, like, six weeks later, Ted Kaczynski, he sent me a reply uh it was quite a shock it was like wow <laughs> um and he just basically i'm going to condense it and just go paraphrase what he said he basically said he's not he's allowed to he's forbidden to talk about anything to do like that our ideas or things like that he can't publish anything on the internet because the initial thing was to ask him to come on my podcast um yeah you might laugh but you know i wouldn't know if i didn't try so um and he basically said, I can't go on the internet, basically. The only thing he did tell me, he's got two books um, on Amazon. One of the books, I've got the Union Bombers Manifesto, um, and the other two that I've put on order. Ah, there's someone pulled up behind me. Luckily, it's near the end of the podcast. Um, but apart from that, I've been working. Uh, I've been looking after my niece's dog. Um, it's been really busy at work. At the minute, a lot of driving, a lot of lifting. So... I was hoping to lose weight, but I've just put fucking more on. I'm addicted to these McDonald's breakfast, these double sausage and egg McMuffin um, things. You get two sausage patties, two cheeses, and like a little shitty egg in it with a hash brown. The egg's not the best, but it's it's certainly not the worst. But um, I do a triple now sometimes. I go up and say, add another patty and a bit of cheese in. So I have a triple Mac um, sausage McMuffin thing. And I even went for a, a quadruple, that's four. But it takes the essence and the niceness of the way, so double and a three is where it's at. So, yeah, that's what I've been up to. Um, I'm going to be putting out more podcasts. Um, I've lapsed on it at the minute, so there's podcasts that I want to do that I've got planned, got all my notes done. Surprisingly, I've got some notes. Um, so, yeah, I've got some interesting guests coming up. I think I'm doing one about cheese. I think we'll be doing a, like a train cheese and doing a podcast, which would be quite good. And what else we're doing? Um, 
We'll do one about, was it a man-made earthquake from a privatised um, weapon testing site? Got one of them. And I've got intriguing one about a, a missing guy that's just went missing, um, not to be seen again. But it's really interesting, that case. It's like quite creepy as well. So I've got that podcast coming up. But anyway, thanks for listening. Please like, share. Um, if you're listening on Apple, just give it a review. One star or five stars. I'd prefer a five star, but it's up to you. Um, if you want to come on the podcast, you can do. My email is thetinbiscuitpodcast3 at gmail.com. Um, I will put that in the uh, description. And also, check out the sponsors. So, anyway, have a good weekend. I'm going to go to the pub and have a few pints. Because um, it's Saturday. So I'm going to have a bit of a chill session. So anyway, you guys take care, and girls take care. See you on the flip side. (coughs) Excuse me. See you on the flip side. Take care. Bye.